Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy with SH&J. I'm your host today, Harold Kirshner. Today's topics include, what do the ISM numbers mean now, the unemployment rate and wages, and the effects of tariffs. But first, let's take a look at the numbers. This past week, we saw some new announcements in the ISM. As a reminder, the ISM stands for Institute of Supply and Management. On the manufacturing side, there was more contraction. A little bit of surprise on the service side, there was even greater contraction, relatively speaking. It's still above the Magic 50 line, but it does show the service sector of the economy is slowing. With respect to unemployment, big surprise, unemployment now is at 3.5%. We haven't seen these numbers since 1969. With respect to interest rates, we had another rally in interest rates. Things have gotten a little bit lower in terms of rates. We'll have to pay attention to this and see what happens going forward. Going back to the ISM, this is a really interesting chart. The two columns I want everyone to focus on are columns two and three from the right. What they do is they show what's going on with certain sectors of the manufacturing economy. And as you can see, it is continuing to contract, just like the numbers suggest, but they're contracting at a faster rate. This is important because of what's going on today, and we'll talk about that later when we get to tariffs. This graph shows the trend of what's going on with the non-manufacturing or service side of the economy and the manufacturing side. The blue line is the manufacturing piece, which we just discussed in the previous chart. The orange line shows that the service sector is still above what I call the magic 50 line, where the, you know that portion of the economy is still expanding, but its rate of growth is slowing quicker. Doesn't mean we're gonna have a recession anytime soon. However, we do need to pay attention to this because it is trending down. This next chart refers to wages. As I stated, we are now at 3.5% in the labor market. And as you can see, this chart goes all the way back. We haven't seen these levels since 1969. One would think, oh my gosh, I can get a job, I can ask for higher wages because there's such a demand out there for employees. Well, not exactly. This chart shows that wages are increasing, but the rate of change is actually starting to slow. Wait a minute. If we have wages starting to slow, yet unemployment rates at 3.5%, what's going on? Well, on my next slide, I list a number of items that potentially are affecting wages. We've all heard over and over again about globalization, jobs moving overseas, manufacturing moving overseas. We've also talked about automation in the past, how robots are replacing a lot of manufacturing jobs. We've talked about outsourcing. Specific example, companies don't do HR inside their companies anymore. They outsource that out so that the people internally can be used for revenue generating opportunities. The minimum wage. There's talk in Congress right now to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour. What a lot of people don't know is minimum wage is all over the place, all over the country. It's anywhere from a little over $7 an hour to the mid-teens. 
wages affect people. And if you have a lower wage, you're not going to uh, spend as much. Fewer union employees. What's that got to do with anything? Well, it's interesting that over the last couple of decades, unions have been getting smaller and smaller. Why is that important? Well, where there is a union, wages in that area for non-union employees are higher as well. Biggest job of unions is to go after better benefits and wages for the employees. That has a positive knock-on effect to everyone else in the area. What about lower productivity? Well, recently a study came out suggesting that for four retirees today, you need five people to replace them to do the work. Generally speaking, retirees earn more money, have a great deal of knowledge, skill sets that need to be replaced. Well, the people coming in behind them don't have the years of experience and generally are coming in at lower wages. So there you have it. I'm replacing four people with all this experience and knowledge with five people that have a learning curve and are coming in at lower wages. And finally, limiting competition. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, very interestingly, we've all heard of non-compete clauses in contracts that limit one person from moving to one job to another. Well, you're starting to see a greater use of them. You know, for the longest time, it was in the financial services sector or the business sector, you know, sectors that had lots of um, high client contact and relationships. Well, now you're seeing in the retail sector. You're seeing it in the engineering sector. And what happens is those who are governed by non-competes are less likely to move to another job, even though the wages may be better. So they stay where they at with the current wages they already have. In this particular slide, what you can see is that certain products are going up in price and it is a direct result of tariffs. Not everything is affected by tariffs. We already know that. That's why you see the dotted line. However, we now know that it is affecting things in the economy. Here, you can see that we have been using tariffs for an incredibly long time. And at one point in time, back in the 80s, tariffs were even higher. We now have the globalization that we've all experienced over the last two or three decades. And you can see the use of tariffs coming down. That happens to be the blue line on this chart. With open markets, less barriers, more free trade, less need for tariffs. The red and the gold line show our trade deficit. The gold line is goods only. The red line is goods and services. As we talked about earlier, we are now seeing a contractionary cycle on the manufacturing side, the good side of the economy. It's also dragging it down on the services side, which we talked about earlier with the ISM numbers. What is interesting to note is that blue line going almost straight up at the end of the chart. That is showing an increased use of tariffs and also a direct effect on the contraction of these sectors in the economy. One final point I want to make about tariffs is what's been going on with respect to gross domestic product. Here you can see across the world how tariffs have affected things in 2018, 
2019 and what is projected to occur in 2020. The blue is 2018, yellow is 2019, and the red is 2020. 2018, we didn't have a lot of tariffs. Small impact. 2019, United States is using more tariffs. China is countering. Bigger yellow. 2020, if things continue at the rate they are going, there is going to be a significant impact on the slowdown of the economy. Not just in the United States. Look at China. Look how much tariffs affect them, economically speaking, as well as across the world. This is something we need to pay attention to. Once again, we're not in a recession. This doesn't mean we're going into recession. It's just talking about where things are right now and where they might go. As a reminder, Chinese delegations are in the United States now for trade talks with the United States. We have no idea where that's going to go. They go up, they go down. Over time, this will get resolved. The question is how soon and what impact will it be? As always, thank you for watching. And if you have any questions or comments, please send them to info at shwj.com.